You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. And welcome back once again as we join you from the dark. I'm your host, Ian Kelly. I'm joined by the team of Dara and Dave. Guys, welcome back once again. This is the second episode of From the Dark, a conspiracy podcast. And uh, before we get into the uh, the nuts and bolts of what we're going to be talking about today, um, let's first of all thank everybody that uh, helped the first episode be such a much bigger success than we expected almost uh, definitely most definitely and um obviously we we, we gave it uh we, we put it in your hands people and we let you decide what we were going to talk about today and uh unanimously the winner was time travel so we're going to have some fun with this today and i promise i will keep the uh huey lewis and the news references to a to a minimum um if i do start singing you better take me back in time just go with it, guys. You know, <laughs> just go with it. <laughs> well, some of the story gets kind of crazy, so it's, it's worthwhile. It does. It does. And it, it's it's cool. Guys, how, we, how have you guys been since uh, since we spoke last? Obviously, um, much much uh, a lot more came from it than we expected to get from it. I, I think it's fair. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think the response has been great. Um, the interaction with the poll was super fun. And... Um, you know, we also got over our technical issues, so everyone should be able to join us straight away on YouTube and Twitch, yeah. and we're even on Periscope and all that kind of stuff now. So, you know, that was the first one kind of had a bit of technical hiccups, but now things are a lot better, and you know, hopefully, people continue to enjoy it as well. Also, remember, anyone listening, once they chat, we can see it on the screen, so don't be shy because last time people weren't shy, and that was great. So, yeah, that's it. We encourage everybody to get involved in this. This is your show. As much as it's our show, uh, yeah. this is this is a show for for people that are interested in this kind of thing. It's going to be fun always. Um, I'm sure down the line we'll get on to some you know much more serious topics and whatnot. Mm. But it, it's all about having fun as well and being interactive. So um, we do implore you to uh, smash that uh, bell notification, smash that subscribe button, hit the like as well. Um, I think we had over, uh, I think we had over a hundred likes on the last one, didn't we? On on a couple of them, so yeah, the 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 response was really good. Anyway, so FC just popped yeah. in the chat saying, "Hey, hey, FC, thanks for joining us." That's cool. So right, well, let's not kind of beat around the bush. Um, time travel, such a such a strange um, topic slash conspiracy theory topic, and um, it, it is a theory. It's it's something that a lot of people believe in. Mm. Um, and one thing on this show is that we will never laugh at people that have opinions. Um, so I think the, the one place that we should probably start is obviously John Titor. Uh, now, I, I never pronounce his name correctly, but I'll call him John Titor with the Irish in me. Um, John Titor um, was kind of brought time travel to light um, back on the Art Bell show. Mm. Uh, I think it was in the late 90s. And um, it, it kind of took on a world of its own. 
Now, I know you two guys are much more well-versed in this subject than me. So I'm kind of going to pass it on to you, Dave, first. Um, and kind of give a bit of a, not necessarily a backstory, because we have, we have the stuff on screen that people can see, but, but just in terms of what your interpretation of this was uh, when you first heard about it. I first heard about it on Coast to Coast. Yeah. Um, there were some interviews that he did with Art Bell back in the day. Oh, I shouldn't even say interviews initially. Initially, they were faxes. Faxes, yeah. 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 That were sent into Coast to Coast claiming to be a time traveler from 2036. And he disappeared for a while, reemerged on some of the board forums that they have. You know, it seems that no matter what he got wrong, he just had this Teflon like characteristic him where it didn't matter if his prophecies quote unquote were true or not because he could always fall back on the alternate timeline uh, <laughs> definition of time travel and say well yes yeah. I, I was here to warn you about Y2K and that the whole world was going to be on fire that didn't happen but it didn't happen because I came back and warned you and it's like well damn Hi guys, can to help out the show and also to have a better internet experience, try the Brave browser. Download Brave either from their website or using their referral link, https colon slash slash brave dot com slash neor386. That really helped out the show and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. In the sense of he was kind of giving some people warnings about certain things that certain highways were going to blow up. And, you know, obviously, as you mentioned and alluded to, that that didn't happen. Um, but there was a lot of, um, and Dara, I'm sure, can chime in on this, there was a lot of small things that he mentioned that did kind of happen. So um, some people will chime that down to coincidence. Some some believers will put that down to, no, nope, he, he did his he did his civic duty and uh, warn people. And we must also add, just before we, we get to you there, Dara, we must also add that during this whole time, apparently he's having um, meetings and conversations with his family, which is very, very strange because uh, it's it's very much so back to the future stuff here where, you know, hey, by the way, see that little kid in the crib over there? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> so if, you, if you're a mom or pops and you're looking at the who dog, hell is this absolute lunatic? So that, obviously, some people would look at it that way. But uh, well, what, do you, what do you think, Darren? That's kind of the way it was sold, and we did have a bit of a drop there. So don't worry, we're back to normal. That's okay. Um, whenever you see that, you know they're on to us. <laughs> it's all my fault. Trust me, guys. My, my phone is hot. <laughs> uh, but um, it's yeah, like I would say, the way this was presented is what lends its leg- legitimacy to it. You know, like it wasn't just. Uh, a wild conspiracy theory with no with no credibility. The stuff that John Teeter was talking about, um, it, it it sounded real, you know. And then having some kind of evidence to it, the story wasn't just oh, this sounds like the Ravens of an absolute lunatic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they they were actually able to almost present this in a way that it felt um, it felt plausible. It was very organic the way it happened. Definitely, it was very organic because I went back and listened to because um, I, I I had a file with all the old uh, Art Bell episodes, and I went back and listened to when he was talking about them. Yeah, and it was it was very organic and very weird. I mean, nineteen ninety eight doesn't seem like that long ago, but it is like super long ago. Well, if I mean, we, well, remember the internet back then. The internet was dial up. 
there was dial up, you know. And well, in America, they had something a little bit better, a bit more advanced, but it was still, um, it still wasn't like like we we would think now, you know. But the, what basically his his premise, what he wanted to come back for, is also something that when it was when it was found out it was like, oh, this is really interesting. He wanted to come back for an IBM five fifty one hundred, which yeah. is. Uh, yeah. Did uh, I get the year right there in nineteen seventy six? Was I right? Nineteen seventy five. You were close. Damn it! It depends on the month. You were close. And what was, <laughs> but why this is so interesting is because he didn't want it for any like known reason. Like he wanted it for a specific uh, function that was actually unknown. So it basically could read code. Uh, it could read a specific form of uh, I think it's assembly that it could read, and nobody knew it could do that even when he was announcing it. So when it was discovered that, yeah, it can do this and nobody knew it, that was amazing. That was amazing. Um, and it basically, it, the, the mission was it needed it. The, the army sent him back um, and his grandfather had one of the people that worked on the machine and that's how he knew that it could do this. So, yeah, like, that in in and of itself was like, alright, this doesn't sound bullshitty. Some of his predictions, however, are kind of well, at the time, it was the future, so you know you only had to be right once with a prediction, right? So he said sure. that at the time it was the future. At the time, it was the future. It. yeah, exactly. So he said that two thousand and eight was going to be the general date when everybody would realize in the world that they thought they were living were over. A civil war in the U.S. would start in two thousand four, and it would be described as a Waco type event every month until it got worse. And consume everything by 2012, and then it would end in 2015 with a very short, possibly nuclear World War Three. Now, here's the thing: we're kind of. I just watched Waco on Netflix. I'm not sure that's as devastating as. I mean, as long as Janet Reno's not around, I think we can do it. Okay. (laughs) But what's funny is, like, you know, maybe was he talking about 2020? Because the world's crazy now at the moment, you know. Well, it depends. It depends who you listen to, because at the moment, like, if you go. You know, I've been researching this stuff so much, and obviously me and Dave have talked about this in depth. You've got all kinds of groups out there that are predicting this and predicting that, you know. And we're not going to mention all the names, but, you know, they're, they're obviously, um, some of them very firmly believe in, uh, in in this stuff. And I guess in a lot of ways, it probably gives people some hope. Would I be correct in that way of saying it? Maybe, maybe it gives people some hope. Well, I think this kind of added... Uh not only hope but some kind of reassurance because at this point in time yeah. you know as you said we had proto internet it was dial up there was the Y2K, Y2K thing I think he actually said that Y2K was a big thing it was going to wipe out loads of things um, and it just kind of added some kind of um, legitimacy to his to claims, the future yeah. to his claims and to the future he said yeah. that time travel was invented in 2034 and he pointed out that his future was not available for like it wasn't available for public use, so he was working for the military, and obviously that was why um, he was sent back. Now, what I'd have to say from a technical standpoint on this, as I said, this is what you can see his time machine look like. Yeah, is I it... love this bottom picture, the color picture here. Mm. Um, like I mean, to me, I'm not gonna be. Maybe I'll be the the, the bad guy here. Um, but to me, that just looks like right, something that I would see in the in the DeLorean. You know what I mean? Well, see, that was it. Like, and but like, 
it was supposed to fit in a Dodge. I think it was a Dodge car it could fit in. That was Dodge Viper, was Dodge it? Viper or something. Like, yeah, something like that. And that's what it was supposed to sit in. So, you know, very back to the future. Uh, not yeah. outside the, the realm possibilities. But... Um, Take me away! <laughs> but, like, the, some, of the, some of the stuff that he did talk about was quite uncomfortable. Like, he was saying that, yes. um, you know, there would be mass upheaval. Um a lot of jobs would be done by technology and he, he he really hated modern society and modern society for him would have been what turn of the century where people were very lazy and they didn't realize what they have and basically everything was supposed to go back to an agricultural uh pivot so look you know we do know now that john teeter is a fo- is a hoax it was done by two guys in the us one which actually was a computer pro- programmer which makes sense and this was done by tracking their ip um so still an interesting story but here's the thing and here's where it gets weird people still believe it this is what i was going to ask you i'm I'm glad you kind of went that way because um without kind of segueing to something else there is certain people um that have also believed that those two guys basically hoaxed it and are trying to cash in on the story well there Uh, that's it there there is well that's the thing the people who are blamed for it the people who were blamed for it are the people who printed all his his faxes and sure. put them into a book which you can buy. These so, two guys right here, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there is an argument saying that hey, um either they did it or they're just profiting on it and uh FC pops in maybe both. Possibly. <laughs> you know, well, they could well, have done well, both. Yeah, the it reason was... I'm saying that is because as Dara has, or sorry, as Dave has said as well in private conversations, and, and it's very true, you do have a lot of people out there that are just sick of the way things are running in the world, uh, that are just fed up and want to kind of, I guess, hope would be would be a word to use. And a lot of these people can be very vulnerable in the sense that, you know, because their their hope is so low. Um, and they just want to cling on to anything that they can kind of jump onto a lot of um, a lot of groups per se, and um, and kind of want to believe in whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's like the old uh, X Files. I yeah. want to believe. You know what I mean? Well, it's- what's it? Jo- Joseph Joseph Maidney and fair play to FC. FC knows knows this man. He's he's on he's on the ball here. Uh, Joseph Madney said that in an interview, Larry Haber was not the original John Teeter. So it looks like maybe he was. Uh, John Madney was the original one. Uh, also, Pamela Moore spoke to someone who could be one of the original instigators. So we don't know exactly who brought this in. So it, it's a lot easier to comprehend this. And, you know, it turns out it's easy to comprehend from those people that have proof. That's very true. Um, and I, I think maybe the reason for that is because we're lied to so much. You know? Sure. And, sure. And it's, it's, it's possible, but yeah. okay. Bear with me for a second. Who's to say that time travel, you have to physically travel with your body? What if you're just transporting your consciousness to a different place in time and taking over the host or something along that line? Well, see, here's what's interesting about that, right? So John Teeter comes from, there, there's different levels of uh, time travel. And I want to get okay, into and it's inter- And it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting that, that you said that because, right, this is one of the things that, I blew me away, right? So these are some of the other ones. Two professors see Marie Antoinette at Versailles in 1901, right? This was supposed to be, they were walking along and they saw her during the tour. Now, 
later on this was disproved as there was some kind of party going on where they were just dressing up as Mary Antoinette. However, there are some other things here where journalists experienced an air raid 11 years before it occurred. This happened in 1932, and this was before before World War II. Um, but the most famous... Oh, uh, and then there's this one here as well that I wanted to, to bring on here. Um, where is it? Yes, here we go. So this is the Monotoc Project. This is very similar to the Philadelphia Experiment. Sure, yeah. So these are the two ones where stuff just appears out of nowhere and gets stuck. Mm. And there's no explanation for it. So Dave, you know what's going on here. This happened around the same time as MK Ultra. It was when loads of weird experiments were happening in the 80s from the 60s um, that were really picked up. But this happened in 1943. So... Yeah. 1943. So we we heard loads of this stuff happening in the 80s and the 60s, but this is something that happened in the middle of World War Two. There's witnesses for it. What do you what do you have to say on this? Like, remember, this wasn't this wasn't public knowledge until the 80s. Well, I, oh, man, it's a tough one. It is a tough uh, one. It's it's, it's, it's it's hard to explain. It's hard to it's explain. Very hard to explain because there's eyewitnesses, right? And anytime yep. there's eyewitnesses, especially when there's several eyewitnesses, then you're dealing with, okay, is this a mass hallucination of some sort? Mm. Which I don't know how many of those can possibly occur before you start asking questions. Uh, This is interesting because the concept of the Philadelphia experiment, just briefly for people who don't know, wasn't initially to make something teleport. They were just working on some sort of stealth technology. Yeah. Story goes. Yeah. And they essentially magnetized the ship in a certain way to, they called it actually, um, I think it was, Project Rainbow was the overarching uh, name for these projects they were trying to do. Make sense, Rainbow yeah. Light Spectrum, trying to make it so you can't yeah. see invisible light or on the radar. And it turns out that they were able to make this ship disappear, supposedly. And all the generals saw it, people on another boat across from it saw it disappear. And then when they turned the machine off that was generating the uh, EMF or whatever, it popped back into existence. Now, the bizarre thing is, during the time that it supposedly was invisible sitting in the dock uh, up on the northeast, they found that there were sightings of it down in Norfolk. And it couldn't possibly have transversed there and back in time. The distance is too great. So how did this ship end up in one dock, supposedly teleport to another dock, and come back is Mm. one question. And the scarier question is, what happened to the people on board? Still, you start reading about that, it's not still unsolved. Yeah, still never been. It's still never been brought out. Like even though it's been debunked as a hoax, they still never said what happened to the people here. Uh, FC says Project Pegasus. That name sounds familiar. Yeah. I, I, I'm not I think fully Pegasus aware. Was over top of it. Was it on top so of it? Hard when you get into these names. Yeah. What comes on top of the other? But specifically. Yeah. Philadelphia experiment. Project Rainbow. Project Rainbow. Yeah, I think Pegasus was the overall project in it. Um, but yeah, still that's a great show. Can I actually just add to that, guys? Because that was actually really interesting. It was just I wrote a couple of notes down there. Oh yeah, go for it. When you went onto something previously there, um, with saying that there was there was air raids. You know what was it? Eleven months before they actually happened. Ten years. Ten years. Okay, so that's a big difference. Yeah, big Um, difference. So. 
is this kind of skip of time travel any space of time really that oh dude listen i'm I'm just going with i'm just going with marty (laughs) it doesn't matter wherever i'm just going to the wild west um no but one of the things i wanted to kind of add there to it was possibly where some of the concepts and early concepts come from the mandela effect because that sounds very much like that it's the deja vu well uh, well deal you know what i mean yeah and the mandela effect is actually kind of scary we were got we were talking about doing that as a separate one but i think we can oh probably... yeah it can be in and of itself but i think it's worth it's worth just mentioning that they're based on almost that, definitely that 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 um that particular case that you mentioned there i think it's worth bringing well, that um into into uh, effect just purely because a lot of people like i mean and it's so big i mean we've seen it on major podcasts now we've seen it on joe rogan podcast we've seen it on chris jericho podcast mm. where he's had people talking about the mandela effect so it's not and that's that was my first experience with, with this concept so I, I am very 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 new to it and um, it was just that when you mentioned that it sounded something very like that because it's like um it's like that deja vu feeling that's what people used to say deja vu is basically the, well, similar, well, well, stronger than that, right there. Yeah, well, yeah, well, sure. well, here's one for you, right? Time travel as as a as a thing we know is possible, but not in the way that we think that it is. So, okay. you know, Stephen Hawkins even said that it was, and there's done experiments where you can send light. You know, you can make light go back or forward or whatever, and even deep space travel in itself, they have to synchronize their watches to be on earth time because they're slightly ahead or slightly behind it's because time is relative right we know that it's we how we perceive time isn't really a thing we just perceive it to be like we perceive it and you notice yourself you're at work or whatever and you're like oh my god why is this going so fast but then you sleep or whatever and if it flies through or you're you know you're doing whatever so so we know that's what happens now what i would say is and, and my personal belief on this is time travel as such and we notice even from certain things Multi, hold on, FC popped in the multiverse theory is that your consciousness is moving in time, not your physical being. It's more plausible and almost impossible to be wrong. That, 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 that FC there. Is that's that FC. FC. Yeah. Okay, FC. I, I just wanted to say there as well because I read something up on. He might be able to shed some light in this because he seems to know his, what he's talking. He knows about. his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Um, fair play to you, FC. Here's a question to you. Um, I was reading up on a lot of stuff in terms about frequencies and, and how our brain waves work on frequencies. A lot of people think frequencies just work on FM, AM, radio, you know what I mean, or, or in TV. But our brains work on frequency. Yep. And, um, I read something about the Freemasons that back in the day they had um, literature written in how to um, control, not control people, but manipulate people, I guess, their thoughts through mm. frequency. One of those uh, thoughts was, and this is a, this segue will be worth it, trust me. Um, <laughs> it, it was based on, if you look at Hitler or if you look at the Pope or if you look at any dictator from back in, in time, they always were up really high. Do you know what I mean? There was a big pedestal, there was a big podium. Yeah. And people were always looking up and they were saying that when your brain, uh, when, when you're arching your neck up like that, um, your brain works at a different frequency than it does when you're normally walking around. Yeah. Now, I don't know if there's any validity in this or truth. However, it sounded really kind of cool. And I was kind of going, hmm, is this true? Is this frequency deal true? Because I know you mentioned earlier uh, frequencies, and I just kind of wrote it down. Well, look, on that point, you know, it, it, it's got to go with, and, you know, I was even looking up Steinsgate. I don't know if you've seen that, but 
Science Gate's a pretty good anime where I'd recommend it's all about time travel. Oh, is that um, what that page was? The that's what that was, yeah. That's why I chose Dave that's looked I like he was laughing when I mentioned frequencies. I hope yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. I was, watching, I was researching Science Gate because I've never actually seen it, but people always said that I love it and now it makes sense. But here's the thing. Um, when I was when I was researching this and I was looking, you know, the, the plausibility of time travel, right? Sure. I would say it's more, and even some of the rules, you know, some of the, the movies that we've seen, and stuff like that, you know, even talk about Endgame, they don't go back to their time. They go back to a time that mirrors something that happened. So, so instead of going here, they go down and here. And there's, another, and there's another great movie called Primer. Primer is the name. Yeah, it is. And, um, yeah, I know, I know the one. It's fantastic, and it kind of it kind of yeah. shows how this would happen, where it's multiple branching timelines, and this is it. So the multiverse to me makes more sense than anything else. It's the one thing where I'm like, yeah, that thing is real, and it's purely because it's science, right? For every reaction, we know there's an opposite, and uh, an opposite and equal reaction. So purely by physics, anything we do, something opposite's going to be done purely to set itself off. And if that's happening in a, in a macro scale, well, then it's going to be. Um, different worlds, right? So the basic level of time travel would be you just say, Ian, you go back to last week and then make a change. Our timeline would still keep going when you would come back, but you would have went to a different timeline. Or, in fact, you never actually would have went back to the original timeline. You would have went to the new timeline created by your actions in the other one. Gotcha. So yeah, that Hawking that published a paper in he, he did. about this. He did. Basically said it's, uh, you cannot travel backwards in time. No. And he called it like the something protection uh, CTP something. Like he says it's not that, he says backwards time travel is not necessarily physically impossible, but it it's on this idea that yeah, you can't go back and change something that's already happened in your timeline. If but if you create another timeline or are able to access it, well then anything is possible. And that that could be even down to frequencies or dimensions where, you know, because again, like, guys, we only have a very, very limited knowledge of what we're talking about. You know, as humans, we only experience, yeah, a very, very small spectrum of what we can see here. And that's about it. We can't experience the fourth dimension, the fifth dimension, the sixth dimension. We don't know. So, you know, that's what's very interesting about these theories and particularly string theory or the multiverse theory where, it makes more sense than going back and, I don't know, killing your grandfather or, you know, going back and killing Hitler or, you know, whatever. Because this is like, yeah, okay, you might go back and do that, but it's not going to change your reality. It's going to create a different reality or have knock-on effects. If anyone played um, Red Alert 2, then they know that's the plot of Red Alert 2. You go back and kill Hitler. <laughs> that's a great yeah, game. It's, that's you know, that's the branching timeline theory. You can never get quite back. But uh, to your point about frequencies and whatnot and how they can control the human body, um, I don't even think you have to go as sinister necessarily as like fascist regimes and totalitarian regimes. Even if you go back, I mean, there's there's instances of time travel in our earliest Sanskrit writings yeah. that we get from Hinduism and such. And some of the concepts with frequency that they... Uh, believe in if they've been able to match up it's like funny the rainbow's coming up again but they were able to match up the the chakra system colors with the colors of the rainbows and they're also able to correlate scientifically they're able to correlate a specific frequency for each color so they believe that when you're doing meditation when you're doing your yoga practices that 
as you're ascending through the chakra system, as you're ascending through the different roots and on up, that you are in fact also raising the consciousness level by raising your frequency. Hmm. And that's why when you see ascended masters or you see uh, Buddhist monks, uh, Hindu monks, great Christian leaders, et cetera, that people just seem drawn to. They just seem to have this charisma that emanates from them. It's because they are literally vibrating at, at, a, a, at a frequency. Yeah, you're 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 literally ha- you're literally hacking the matrix of reality because at the end of the yeah. day, if everything works like a computer, like it's what it gives everything to the every, computer simulation theory, or that you know, yeah. God is like a programmer, which Jim Elvridge does a very good book. I'd recommend that. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's if you have rules, they can be broken, and vibration hacking is is one way to do it. FC popped in. Many movies have been done about frequency as a method of travel, also power. Hence, t- the tinfoil hat brigade. Yes, the high thing is a big deal too. So yeah, fair. Well, if we if we, if we look at a, if we look at the, the you know the the Matrix uh, movie, for example, the red pill or the blue pill, which do you want to which do you want to take? A lot of people now feel that they're getting red pilled. You know, and it's probably to do with uh, with the fact that we have the pandemic now, and a lot of people are kind of saying, "Right, you motherfuckers are hiding things from us, so let us know." You know what I mean? It's like when we go back to the last episode, and um, we talk about the UFOs and stuff like that. But um, in terms of, uh, you know, I was looking at some of the the literature that you had up there with with Einstein, 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 not Einstein. Jesus, how how. <laughs> I was just thinking of Weinstein there, and I just went, "Hell no! Don't put them <laughs> in the same. Uh, don't put them in the same uh, category." Um, yeah, so we go back to like, we go back <laughs> we go back to Weinstein, and even even some of the theories from a lot of the old philosophers, even the Tesla, for example. Yeah, it it kind of lends a lot of credibility to the fact that um, these guys back then were basically speaking their theory and speaking their mind. And explaining it and it was written and we can luckily enough we still have access to that but there's never been really anybody since that has come out and started making these claims and, and that's kind of what can lend itself to the conspiracy theory itself that the governments of the world are hiding stuff in the sense that right we didn't just stop with einstein and we didn't stop with tesla so why has there been like maybe an 80 to 100 year gap here and we don't have these people coming out and explaining this to us. Well, there because wasn't. There, there's, there's, there's two ways looking at it. Either one, it's suppressed, or two, it's put out with misinformation. But that's it's suppressed, in my opinion, and that's that's where the conspiracy comes in. Well, that's, I'm saying, but more, more, more interesting on suppression, though. In um, yeah. if you think about it, how like we've gone through a bunch of theories there, some of which are absolutely crazy. One was one which was proven to be a hoax. No, well, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Well, <laughs> well, okay. But what I mean is, what makes more sense? Well, what I'm saying, oh no, just what, what makes more sense? What makes more sense is that in 2016, when we got the GOP nomination, that John Teeter came back when lightning hit on Fifth Avenue on Trump Building, and he put himself inside of Trump's body, that we would not enter a next World War Three, Derek. Duh. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to the Trump we'll get to the Trump theory, which is crazy, by the way. But I just want I to I, I, I just want to finish this up right. Um That's what, the one I think is real. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, I found photos that prove it apparently. I mean I found them on the internet, it's gotta be real. Exactly. But on that point, right, what you're talking about, like in, in the space of forty years, we had all these the relativity 
um, the stuff that was happening with anti-graph technology, the bell uh, that we talked about on the last show, we were kind of touch yeah. on here, and we then did. stuff, and then stuff like the Philadelphia experiment, and then stuff vanishes. It wasn't that it vanished; it's just that it went underground, and then we've been dealing with a bunch of different disinformation ever since then. Yeah, the conspiracy is probably is, is there's probably some legitimacy to it, but I would say, and the obvious rule of thumb, if you looked into it, actual technology is fifty years ahead of our technology, and when you start digging in. Yeah, that's probably true. Like you know, yeah. Because one thing, one thing that somebody I actually had, and I have it written down here because I'd be at a miss if not mentioning it. A girl named Clara Two Three Five actually said one of the things that she was disappointed that we didn't get into, which kind of lends itself now to maybe get into, and um, just real quickly and briefly, is that um, we mentioned just like you said there about UFOs in the last time, blah blah blah, and how. You know, it, it, it's, you know, some people think it's impossible. However, we're looking at a picture right there. Essentially, there's wormholes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's and, where I was going to go next, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll let you kind of segue there because you're obviously on the verge of what Clara wants to want, wanted to be brought up. So, so right. So moving away from the fact that they're, you know, from the idea that there's an underground bunker building cars that can go back in time, right? There is a possibility, and this was, you know, Stephen Hawkins brought this out, right, where you can use wormholes to travel through time. Yep. yep. But the problem with that is you don't know where to go. <laughs> so there's no yeah. control. So, yeah, you, you, need so you, get it. you need to test on like a wino or a down and out and say, right, do you want to take a chance? But you don't even know where he could go. That's yeah. the thing. Like yeah. with, with a wormhole, it's not just you go back in time. Yeah. You might you could go forward six hundred years and end up in a different part of the galaxy, which <laughs> yeah. is also, yeah. you know, and and a good way to describe it. And this is look, this proves that time travel is possible, just not plausible yet as such. Like you're not able to to control it. We have no real way to control it as such. But just get a sheet of paper, and it kind of works where you can take two ends of the, the sheet of paper and fold them up and create it. And that way, you know, you because the short and distance landing is, is a straight line, and this is a straight line through. Uh, big chunks of the galaxy or a fabric space so yeah, yeah like it's it this seems like something that could be worked on and you know developed but we haven't got the well i don't know just, there don't we know. go she just, uh, she just sent me another text what it was that we missed out was on the fact and this is really 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 good point um yeah. that if you look at when roswell happened yeah yeah this is obviously what we didn't touch on and, and in fairness to us we weren't to know but um we will now for you um, so Roswell was obviously a thing, but they were saying if you look at how quickly uh, technology sped up over the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s to 90s, definitely, it like, it, it's like we've almost been drip fed yeah. technology. That, so you, see, that that's more realistic. That's more realistic, yeah. and that makes sense. But yeah. like on this point, FC popped in. Imagine folding a piece of paper with two pencil marks drawn on it, representing two points in time. Exactly, that's how you do it. It's and but like that's NFC. That's exactly it. Yeah. What you need to do is you need to have a way to kind of warp space and be able to go through it. And it basically through light speed. It's what you've seen in Star Trek or you know even Star Wars to a lesser extent, where you get from point A to point B. But the computing power for that is. Unbelievable, like literally. So, yeah, but what yeah. What level of civilization do you have to be that harness I, that kind of power? I don't I know. Forget how they go. I know there's types one, two, and three. I, I don't know. I, I I think it has to be type one to discover warp travel as such. But then you can literally control the power of an entire galaxy. Yeah, 
and, and effectively and effectively that's what we would have to do to use this because yeah look you could all fly up in the morning well not in the morning but you know you could all fly up and go to find a black hole and then there you go your time traveled but you don't know what's going to happen after that so until we manage to manipulate that that's going to off the table as such but getting yeah, back because i'd much rather take a red pill or a Bill in that case, rather than flying into a fucking black hole. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say though, you know, I'm not sure how it works out. I'm kind of worried. Yeah, Dave, yeah, I think Dave, I think you would, you would definitely put yourself forward for that. No, I, there's not much in life that I'd say no to at this point. <laughs> but, I don't know if my appearance on that show bears the fruit, but yeah. But get, but getting back to, um, getting back to the drip fed technology stuff. Like on the screen, this is what the bell looked like, right? Um. <laughs> And stuff like this. This is crazy anti-grav technology. This all that's happened. What look like. Yeah, that's th- all we know. That's all we We've know. Never seen it. We've only seen mock-ups. How dare you show me concept art? Well, still, still, for the point. Anyway, we had this stuff. We had the invention of the A bomb. We had, um, you know, all this kind of stuff just happen. And then Roswell. All of a sudden, we we go from very um, little, little to a lot. Yeah, and like within forty years. We have the greatest invention of humanity being the internet, which is how we're coming to you now. We yeah. have smartphones. We have uh, communications, which is unbelievable. Medicine, vehicles, all the stuff. So, yeah, like we're all fed this. Where did this all come from? That's, that's what's more interesting. It's like, was this retrofitted to be able to find it? And what else was there? And what else are you working on? And Dave, you talked about, you talked about it last time that, you think retrofitting has some problems? Has some problems? Mm. Mm, yeah. Well, I think a lot of it comes from from channeling, to be honest with you. I mean, even when we talked Tesla and we asked him, hey, where'd you get your knowledge? He said, well, not from my head. He said, I, you know, I, I found this frequency that let me tap into what the aliens were talking about. And I just did what they were talking about. Now, I don't know what you want to call those aliens. Aliens masters, whatever, seem to show up time and time throughout history and give us a bit of a catapult forward in technology. Is it possible that there's groups that hold on to this technology and choose when to let out concepts to the general public knowing that there's two options? This could either be used for good or this could be taken by some people and used for evil. And when do we take the risk to, uh, dare I say the word, disclose this knowledge? And I think that that's what we see is that there's certain people like your Einsteins who talked about it, Tesla, who definitely talked about it. You can go back to the 1800s, et cetera, who all believed there was some sort of ethereal essence that existed in the cosmos that they could tap into and gain knowledge in a way that other people couldn't. And until well, we Elon Musk on this show, I don't know if there's anybody doing it today. Well, what's interesting about it is, and FC popped in, proton studies have been shown uh, haven't done on it and shown similar patterns as you said information to be sheltered or, or controlled for power most definitely but what's interesting about what you said there Dave um, when we look back at mythology for example um, we or even you know religion in some ways as well when it gets to uh, King Solomon for example he was able to build things with power and controlling demons which is just unbelievable what that could have been a case of that, you know. Obviously, we will do a show on the Anunnaki eventually, um, but they're they're the big ones, the fallen angels or the the Nephilim, all this kind of stuff, it, or even actual gods in 
uh, mythology, like Roman mythology, for example, or Greek mythology, they gave gifts to humanity. Yeah. I'd like to do one on you know, uh, so. Atlantis or MK Ultra. I think MK Ultra. Well, you brought it up earlier. Uh, yeah. Tara. I think we should. Uh, we should throw that in the in the mix as well. There's a lot of scope, and we will we'll touch on them. But like these are things that there's a lot of true lines to what we're talking about. Great. So, so Derek, when you talk about that, when you talk about getting gifts from um, the gods or gifts from visitors that they speak of, and no, I'm not going ancient aliens with this. No, Who's you don't have to. These weren't gifts from time travelers. Exactly. They popped back in time and said, hey, here's some fire. Y'all don't know about it. Y'all won't remember me, but here you go. Again. Or, and, and can it, I ask you a question? Here's, here's a theory that was put forth a while ago, and I bet both of you have heard this. It's one that I've been thinking about recently. Now, it's, it's only a thought. It doesn't mean that I believe in this. However, the whole idea of the Sasquatch and, and, and uh, you know, they're hidden and blah, blah, blah. And you've heard that maybe the Sasquatch was, maybe they were the inhabitants of the earth. And maybe we are the people from fucking, you know, somewhere else, from a different timeline. And so we took over their planet. You know, I mean, these these are all theories, and that's the whole idea of it. You know what I mean? Well, that's the whole uh, what's it, settler uh, panspermia thing, where yeah, you know, uh, humanity has already reached. And it, it, you know, actually, what's interesting about Atlantis and stuff like that as well, when you look at some of these underwater civilizations or civilizations that are way older than anyone even talks about, it's like what happened here, or even stuff on Mars, where you know they're like, oh, there's been. A civilization on Mars and what happened? Well, maybe they nuked each other and then they all went to Earth. You know, it's like that sounds crazy, but you know, when you go down the rabbit hole and there's also the lost time conspiracy where, you know, yeah. it was yeah. so there's there's a lot of ropes. I mean, we'll eventually touch on all these, but we will, we will. It's uh, I would say time travel is one that kind of encapsulates a lot of questions and throws up a lot of possibilities. You know. And it's one that fascinates us because, like, how many movies have we seen about time travel? You know, everyone loves it, and it's it's something that looks like we've been doing for a very long time, even from the beginning of of uh, storytelling. You know, as you said, Dave, that was a very good point. Who's to say that you know the gifts of Mercury? Mercury wasn't just some lad who popped up and said, "Here, here's some gifts. Go kill that thing over there. I'm going home." You know. Then they then they gave him a name, Freddy. And yeah, I don't think you know that's it because at the end of the day, like people can only contextualize what they're seeing or what they experience in the knowledge and words of their time. So that's a really that's a really good point, Dara. Is that what it really all boils down to? Because human beings, as a as a whole, we 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 te- what we see in front of us is what we believe. For example, well, pretty. It, much, I'd say I'd say a good seventy five percent of people don't like to question things. If you bring them something that doesn't fit with their uh, ideology or their mindset, um, you know, i.e., a conspiracy theory of sorts, mm. um, you know, we can we can pick any one of them. You know, oh, was nine eleven an inside job? Oh, how dare you say that? Jesus Christ! Why would you say something like that, you evil person? You know, it, so we're kind of almost—is it—is it a case that we're programmed to to kind of just believe what we see? I, I'll tell you what it, I'll, I'll, look I'll tell you what it is it's in Ireland anyway or just in general the education system the way we're taught and I learned this out when I went to college and actually you know when I when I when I was marking papers in college for uh, undergrads you would read an essay from an undergrad let's say and it would be like an A1 level essay for history 
but it would be it would be worthless. Kids are all of our American listeners, by the way. Dara's not talking about it. The Mexican gangsters no. about it. He's talking I'm about. Talk- I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about grading system. So <laughs> a, a like A one would be well, back before I think it calls something else now, but it would be like top level, like 100 percent kind of stuff, you know. Uh, but you would you would be looking through it and it, it wouldn't even pass. And the reason why is because it's just regurgitation. And a lot of people are just taught right, uh, particularly up until you go to college, you know, to do stuff. You're you're taught, hey. Learn these facts, these are the facts, don't question the facts, or else you want to run. And even when you do go to college, there's, you know, a lot of um, political milieu or whatever, where it's like, you have to actually pop in this exact, this exact way of thinking, or else you're going to fail. But, yeah, but one of the main things about when you go further than that again, and you're actually allowed research, that's when you're allowed to dig in a little bit deeper. Yeah. And that's when you actually start oh, cracking stuff open. But again, the time, effort... And people haven't got time to do that that crap, so they're not going to. So it's just safer to be like, right, this is my reality, this is what I believe in. Let's just stay. And then if, if someone attacks it, well, you've built your whole, you've built your whole reputation and stake on it, so it's going to be bad. And that's why they fight because you're literally attacking their sense. And you can't blame people for that. It's exactly the way people are no, taught up to be. No, no, uh, you know? uh, exactly. And Dave, I'm sure you'll agree with me here. Like, uh, you know, we 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 actually done a study back in uh, in, in wrestling training. A long time ago, um, we were saying like if you look at people's attention span over the last say fifteen years, it's just gone down, mm-hmm. just completely down, and that's purely because all people want to do. And listen again, this isn't you know attacking people. No, definitely not. I'm guilty of it myself. We look at a computer, we look at our screen. You know, regardless of what you're looking for, the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning is to see have you got any fucking notification from anybody on your phone? You know what I mean? But one thing as well, Ian, we're, we're social creatures. Yes, exactly. Fundamentally. Exactly. So it's a lot. Like, we're not meant to be social in that way. No. We're meant to be social in an interpersonal way. For but, sure, exactly. Like actually interacting. But here's... Um, exactly. but here, one, of but here, that, sorry, one of the things that bothers me on... Uh, I'm just going to hit Ian's point super quick is when you talk about the stuff, we talk about the dipping decline in attention span. I mean, I remember when I used to have juggling videos every three minutes that people would watch the whole thing and give me now it's got to be you know a 10 second a 15 second instagram video for people to notice i see personally the attention span goes down and then i watch my little cousins around the table flipping through snapchat flipping through instagram and even people who created these programs have come out and admitted hey basically it's no different than a heroin. You're just getting a little dopamine drip every time you see a little like from somebody else. So but not all, you but not only that. Back to our program. Not only that though. That's been weaponized in, in the whole question thing. And we will get yeah. back to this in a second. It comes back to the whole question thing. If you are ostracized from a sensor, you're not getting a dopamine hit. You're going to control what you're saying. You're going to control what you're talking about because you don't want to be uttered. And that's one thing that it's a combination of one the education system doesn't teach you to think and also when you do think people get upset by it because you're like, hey, this quite this goes against what I've been led to believe. And look, some conspiracy theories true became history. So, but again, it is what it is. And look, they the which people were Galileo was uh, not Galileo, um, not Copernicus, the other guy, Giordano yeah. Bruno. Giordano Bruno was burned for saying that the Earth doesn't, you know, the the, the sun doesn't revolve around the Earth. And then they apologized to 100 years later and they built a statue in, in Rome for him. It's like, yeah, there you go. He was right, yeah, but he's burned alive. So it's just that like... totally makes up for yeah. it. Like the guy who, the first doctor who suggested 
hey, I think maybe doctors should wash their hands before surgeries. I think there's these little things that we can't really see. They're invisible that live on our skin. They can get in, and that's what causes infections. Verdict? They sent the guy to a mental asylum for the yeah. rest of his life. Yeah. So that's so, 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 so that's why it's one thing. Sorry, before you pop in, that's why one thing when we're talking about these theories, we don't necessarily believe everything in it, but we want to present them in such a way that you guys get to hear new things and ask questions. Except for these yeah. Irish folks, they totally believe in the Giants Causeway. Don't let them fool you. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Well, look, what I will say, Dave, is don't mess with the <laughs> don't me, don't mess with a fairy fort. Listen, bad Dave, things will happen. Bad things will happen. All... That's true. That's I'll true. Say this, I'll <laughs> say this to any American listener: Yeah, don't go to a fairy fort. Don't go to a fairy tree. Yeah, either. dude, don't go yeah. near them. Seriously, bad things don't, will happen. <laughs> fairy tree, especially whatever yeah. you're going to bring forth. Go to a fairy tree. There's one in uh, Glen the Lock. Yeah, in Ireland, do yeah. not go to them and don't mess about. No, like, um, see, here's the thing, and we probably will do a, st- a, a one on Irish mythology. I'd love that, honestly, yeah, and and, yeah. and Irish uh, so that's fantastic. I honestly, uh, anyone who listens to my band or knows me obviously knows that but yeah yeah I know that now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I, that's yeah that's something we'll put a pin in and come back to it um, but look For sure so getting back on topic here's some things right some time travel stuff so I mean before we get to the absolute really fun crazy one here's some I was th- interested in looking at uh, Chaplin there that was a that yeah. was really interesting one there was, yeah so here's some pictures that have obviously gone through the Malay there's obviously the Keanu Reeves through time there's the Jay-Z through time there's all these weird ones that like people look like them to that yeah look here's the thing on the Vatican wall um in in the in the Raphael rooms there's a guy that looks exactly like Sylvester Sloan he looks but I mean, exactly the, the, like the, him the, so the hipster one there is purely just Photoshop, though. It's got to be. I don't think so. Really? I, yeah, well, it says it's been Photoshop, but then other people say it's... Think, it's I just... mean, but he's wearing, he's wearing shades there. He's either, been, he's either been on some adrenochrome or he's been on some sort of weird drug, and he's like, I'm hiding my eyeballs here. <laughs> uh, so if he's on adrenochrome, he's in with the Clintons, my favourite people, as you all know. Don't worry. <laughs> Only kill me. Don't kill Dave or, or uh, Darren. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, back, guys. That's sure. that you what? Guilt by association. I'm not worried at all. Yeah, I know you're not, brother. <laughs> but here's the uh, well, here's the one, right? What? Hulk Hogan banned me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, FC popped in and said that this that this was around before Photoshop, and it was 1941 is when this popped out. Okay, okay, so fair enough. And right. this is why I said at the start of the show, I don't have a lot of experience in this. So I'm, I'm interested then with this one because to me, obviously, again, the way my mind has been trained, I'm, I'm already programmed to debunk that photo before it can be even explained. To well, you, see, right? so this, this, this is the thing. This is just weird stuff. There are objects lost out of time, right? Another, oh, yeah. This one, the time travel one, uh, sorry, the Terry Tapton one, she's holding something that looks like a phone. It actually, they had a device in the 20s that kind of like you plug into your ear and you'd be able to hear a little bit better. So that one, we can remove that one 100%. It's not a phone. It just is what it is. So, the, well, he looks like he's wearing a Wu-Tang t-shirt anyway and like a nice little hippie cardigan. So yeah, he's very, he's very, very modern. Very, very modern, modern. Very modern. Very modern yeah. But there are some weird stuff and they're not listed here, right? But... Um, there's a few ones that you guys can Google it. There's um, that's super creepy now that I'm looking at it, guys. Yeah, it's weird, but there's there's some stuff on even hieroglyphic walls where it looks like a flying machine. There's one uh, in in ancient Greece where a girl is looking like she's typing on a laptop. Yeah, you know, some people said that's a jewelry box, 
And but then there's other stuff like watches randomly found in tombs that shouldn't be there. There's uh stuff like flash frozen in stone from thousands of years ago. There's so much weird stuff out there that cannot be explained. It's just left. Where I'm like, you know what? Maybe someone did actually get there. Yeah, because I'm looking at this, the Montreal the, Reveal. Uh, Marils, yes, I know that. Team. Device, uh, you pronounce the better than I am. Sorry, Dave, what was that? Well, uh, that device they found on the shipwreck, uh, the anti-carrium. I'm, ter- I'm ter- sorry, audio listeners. I'm very entertaining. Is this the clock? Um, <laughs> this is the clock? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, 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 ridiculous number of gears, and they can't figure out how they could have made it during that time. Now, I've actually seen that. That's in the Museum of Athens. it's cool yeah basically for anyone who doesn't know there was this uh, basically they call it the water clock but it's not really Um, it has all these gears and it was it it looks like something from the 16th century around the time of Leonardo da Vinci looks like something he designed but they can't replicate it and they can't explain it there's no other technology around that time that would match it so um, so obviously something broke off of somebody's time machine fell in the water and then we discovered it potentially here's another one though Well, here's one for you guys. Stargates. Mm. Very good. Yeah, very, very good point. SG-1 all the way. Not even SG... Well, (laughs) but actual (laughs) Stargates. These are things that apparently do exist. And we have... And I use that with quotations. But there's some weird stuff. (laughs) They exist. Cover in your ass there, Daryl. Well, okay, there's some weird stuff, right? When the invasion of Iraq happened, um, apparently the museum had some amazing things. And, uh, yeah, the first thing that happened was they went in and raided the museum. Oh, and, and not only did they Why? raid those kind of things, they also raided all of the historical, historical t- cuneiform texts. Yeah. Like, what, so, million or something absurd? Like, uh, like, cuneiform texts fascinate me. I love I love Middle Eastern history. It's fascinating. But, yeah, it's, fasc- but it's fascinating because it's so... Obs- and a lot of stuff was, was kept away because of different regimes and stuff. But yeah, like that's that's historical fact. When the US went yeah. in, they that's the first thing they went for. And, and Why? the first thing we promised we would not do. Exactly. I mean, obviously, <laughs> we're trying to cover up for something yeah. that went back in time. We've got to get their name out of the records. But here's the yeah. thing. That's Apparently... Fight with me. <laughs> but full pa- time travel. It's not go- too late. But, but <laughs> apparently in Iraq, uh, Saddam, there is rumors that he had a Stargate. So, what do you guys think? Like, I've seen evidence that would suggest that this. It's a very good story, and I'd love to see it as like a movie. But it's weird. Like, you know, I'm not saying that this is a thing, but it's the fact that that's what they went for first is like. It brings up questions. I'm imagining it as a movie, and the U.S. troops are coming in. And you just see like that cartoon Saddam from South Park with a Stargate, just shoveling WMDs into it. Like, <laughs> we gotta get them out of this dimension. They're coming. But yeah, it's just like I don't know, guys. It's stuff like that brings up questions. And even if it was a case of this is all BS, yeah. And it's just you know, and it's it's one of those things that when we look at um, Sumerian mythology as well there's a lot of weird question marks that can't be explained like even go back to the technology you talked about the technology thing the sumerian jump for example right when it comes to that right when it comes to that point we went from being in huts to having sumerian level technology and architecture literally out of nowhere it just happened 
and no one has been able to explain how it happened. And then everything from there went down. So Egyptian, Greek, Roman, uh, Hellenistic, all that kind of stuff. Literally, it just happened overnight. And these are, and it was in this period of time, this part of the world, where stargates and magic was all a thing. What if someone just showed up and was a time traveler, or what if yeah. they, you know, it, you know, I'm or, or an alien or whatever? This is it, you know. So, I think for one of these shows, and I'm definitely going to put a lot of work into this to try and make it happen. So anyone that's listening. Don't uh, don't hold me to this, but I'm definitely I'm usually my success rate. I get people that I want, as you know, Barry, is pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Wow. So, Somebody's changing the frequencies to control people. <laughs> oh, here's one for you. FC popped in. What about the astronaut on the pillar of Salamantica Cathedral Church? Filmed in eight, uh, it was finished in 1800s. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. That is weird. That is weird. There's no way to explain it. It's literally in stone. So it's like they didn't just put it in there. Yeah, you know, that's, that's an astronaut, right? Maybe it was just an interpretation of his travel. Maybe it could have been, but again, like here's the thing, right? If if we are just say time travel is impossible now, right? There's no way we would know. And this is one thing that John Teeter touched on. It's like, why why don't time travelers, why don't we have any evidence for them? It's like, well, what's the point in helping you because you're not in my world? You're not in my timeline. It's like right. it, it, he used it as, um, do you help every homeless person you see on the street? You know, that's the way he described it. And that, that do, you, do you buy into the concept that a, if a time-traveling machine does get invented, that you cannot travel back in time before said time machine was created? That may, Well, I wouldn't say so. It depends. Like, time is all timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff, right? There's a Doctor Who reference for everyone. Um, and that's... And that, that would... To be fair, it's like... It, I don't is know. Is that a cop-out? Like, I don't know. That's why we don't know them, because it hasn't been invented yet? Well, if you're going by the that movie um, Primer, obviously you can't. You can only go back to when that machine was there. But um, I don't know. Like this is the point where signs of magic kind of hit together, right? So I suppose if we let's just say if we were to invent a crew time machine, I would say the first step would be you can only go back to when that time machine was invented, and then t- technology would grow and grow and grow, and over a certain period of time, you'd probably be able to go back. Well, now, I'm not driving. Anyway, I'm just saying that the thing that you're thinking of doing, I'm, I'm, I'm a passenger. Fuck that shit. That's fair. That's fair. Um, here's one that I wanted to bring up, right? And this is my favorite time travel conspiracy. Before we get to your... Yeah, exactly like Looper. Very similar theory. You close the I loops. was going to say, though. No, what about, what about get, Let's spend it on yours, Derek. What about getting David Icke on the show? I'd say, look, there, there's so many interesting people that I want to get on. You know, well, David Icke, I think, would be a great one to get on this, purely for the fact that he, he mentions a lot of stuff, actually, that um, that Dave mentions in terms of, you know, because, Dave, you, you did put a lot of uh, context. I'm replaceable. Are you hearing this? <laughs> hey, guys, end of the second podcast, P2I, Dave. No, <laughs> two Daves. You're out. You Americans are so fragile. <laughs> Guys, here's one I want. Oh, to... Yeah, we're fragile. Don't go near our fairy tree, but yeah, we're the fragile. <laughs> hey, Dave, listen, you can go near the fairy tree, but it will not go well for you. I'm just saying. That's a warning, buddy. Don't, that's don't a... pay the ferryman. Don't no, pay the ferryman. That's a... hey, but here's the thing, right? I don't know. What you're I, I... I, I was going to say, Derek, we don't even need to get to mine. We can focus on yours as well. I think um, something that just popped in my head, though, that we're learning is we're starting out with these very broad topics. And I think. Once we get several shows in, you may see us just find it spending an entire episode on a particular subsection of a topic. <laughs> that's what I'm noticing really quickly. We have a lot to we say. Do, a lot we do. We do. We do. We, we do. We do. Segway. I think segway, though, is a part of podcast. 
podcasting because if you look at any great successful podcast you know i mean for for a lot of my listeners some of their favorite podcasts are the likes of like we mentioned earlier um the jericho podcast or stone cold steve austin podcast and you notice that they do tend to segue quite a lot you know what i mean um and that is and that's why people have to bear with us because we, we go on a journey and we just end up going where we go and that's that's kind of what makes makes the conversation good too and here's know? what i'd say look you know if there are anything that you guys like like in it that you want us to keep going email us you know near to know media at gmail.com and go hey i want to show on this or put a comment underneath the show underneath the, the video and be like hey i want to show on this please talk more about this we're we're just we're, we're painting with broad strokes because we have a lot to yeah. say about certain things but yeah. we also want to keep some sort of um focus so yeah look it's your show let us know what, what you want. And the only way to do that, well, there's loads of ways to do it, but the most better, best way to do it is just leave a comment. Well, but, that's it. And on social media, even. Like, if you want oh, to, yeah. If you, want to, if you want to email, I, I run the, uh, the... Dara, obviously, is, is the master of this, this, these ceremonies, um, but I, I, I'm always active on, on social media. Oh, definitely. A Facebook you'll page always, as well, yeah. Yeah, you'll always get like a response from me on Facebook, on Twitter, or on uh, Instagram. So... If you want, uh, you have an idea or you know anything like that, just just hit us up because we are three dudes that just pretty much get along really well, and we just like to talk about this kind of stuff, and that's primarily where this uh, where this came from. And exactly, we're just, we're just glad that you are listening. To be honest, that's <laughs> and look, you know, it, it's it, it's still early days yet. Um, but yeah, so just excuse the segues, but the segues will become other shows, and that's just what's going to happen. But look, yeah. we're, we're we're closely coming to time. So before we hit time, we got to finish on Donald, Donald Trump. We yeah. got to finish on Trump. But before we finish on Trump, I want to talk about the Chronovisor because this is a fraud. This is a fake. This isn't proven to be a fraud. The guy who said it literally said it was fake. But it's yeah. one of the, but it's one of the most interesting fakes ever, right? So basically, this uh, priest. Um, I actually I wanted to buy the book, but the book's like 150 euros, and I'm not doing that. So uh, I really don't want to buy the book. Um, there it is, there, Father Emedi's Chronovisor. If anyone knows where I can get that for cheap or wants to buy it for me, let me know. I'll have a scan for you. Oh, brilliant! Cheers, man. Um, yeah, but look. So basically, what happened was uh, it, he came out and said, "I've created this television, basically, that allows you to look into the past." And he, he, he saw, he you know, alleged that he saw the crucifixion of Christ. He saw a performance of a lost play in, in Rome by Tiestides. By Tiestides uh, sorry, of, of Tiestides by uh, Ennis. And then he saw loads of other things. But then eventually he said he, he, it was all a fake. And this is apparently what he said Jesus looked like. Interesting about this, this one is, it does have a lot of the hallmarks of a cool little story. Sadly, yeah. it's it's a it's a false. It it's not it's not legit, right? But true. I, look, I wish it was. I really wish it was. But what's funny about it is the commitment to this. Uh, th- this priest actually went in and brought back segments from this lost play and said, "Look, it's real." And apparently, uh, the text actually was pretty legit. And then he said he watched Cicero speak, and the Latin was pretty good. But then again, he's a priest, so obviously it's going to be good, you know. So it's just like there you go. But I was, listen, I was going to say it's, it's it's probably it doesn't really lend too much weight the fact that he's a priest. Um, well, with Latin anyway, they their church Latin's pretty good. But what I would say is, um, telling me priests can't be trusted. Darren? Yeah, ninety-five <laughs> percent. Right now. Guys, I've already talked about that and, and got us uh, got us demonetized. So let's go full hog. I'm saying nothing. Wait, did we really? 
Listen, listen. I love this platform. Donald Trump time travel conspiracy. Now I heard his son, Baron Trump, apparently is the time traveler. Here we go. Here's the they one. They travel together, you know. They, they travel together. together. So, yeah. okay, please explain this to me because I didn't put this. I didn't put this on the docket. You guys did. So explain it to me. Oh, but there's, so there's Baron Martin. Trump. Apparently, he's he's the time traveler, and he's he's like he's in this sort of context. Then, it's like Marty and Don. You know what I mean? So basically, look, this 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 story comes from it's a pamphlet and children books from from the late nineteenth century, so eighteen ninety and eighteen ninety six respectively, and then it was published as a, a proper book in eighteen ninety eight. Lockwood published first book, the uh, Travels and Adventures of Little Baron Trump and His Wonder yeah, Dog yeah, Bolter. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I think they, so. Here we go. They will be the man to give context on this. Um, I will say that the only um, the only experience I've had with this Trump um, being a traveler deal is to do with some of the QAnon stuff that's going around YouTube and that he's going to come back in 2020. He, he and, does really look like him, though. Uh, it, is, so it is. It is. It is. So much. It's kind of weird. And it I is can... weird. So, yeah, put some context on this for me and some people that I know. Please, guys. Right. I, I'm at a loss as well. So these are from 4chan here, Dave. So speak to this because I think this was your yeah. inclusion. Okay. Well, the, the very, very important thing you have to understand that kind of sets the stage for this story is we all know about Nikola Tesla. We mentioned him a couple of times. One of the things he was supposedly working on was time travel at the time of his death. When he did die, uh, the FBI and the Office of like Alien Intelligence or something not those kind of aliens that are real, the kind that come in illegally, which I guess are also real, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so they, the, they came in, uh, they collected all of his documents. Um, if you watch Expedition Unknown, they still haven't found all the documents. And they took all these crates to a lab in MIT where they were set about the task of go through this. If there's anything in here, if there is death ray stuff, blah, 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 that can help us, let us know. Because this is, you know, 19... 43, we're talking, you know, World War II. Some crazy things were going on. Tesla was getting spied on by the U.S. He was getting spied on by the Russians. He was trying to sell his, people always say death ray, but really it was an anti-war uh, device to everybody. Well, here's where the Trump factor comes in, which I, this is true. There's nothing conspiratorial about this. It's 100% true. John Trump worked at MIT and was given Tesla's papers and told, you're the guy that's going to go through these. Now, we have two, two possibilities that we can conclude. One is that Trump's, this is uh, Donald Trump, the current U.S. president's uncle I'm talking about. Uh, we, we can believe that John Trump was truthful when he said that there was nothing in here that wasn't anything above being uh, self-promotion. There's nothing you know, substantial in here that I can give you guys. Or... We can believe that John Trump came across this time travel information schematics, decided I'm not going to turn these over to the government. I'm going to bury these away and keep them in my family. And then lo and behold, he dies in 1985. But who's who's up and rising and thriving? We have this, this peculiar Donald John Trump character who will eventually go on to become the president of the United States. And we can get I'm into one and all of WrestleMania yeah, too. Yeah. And we can we get into all the little nitty gritty details. I mean honestly we could spend a whole show. I, I'm I'm just I, I'm just re- I'm just reading this now and I'm like oh wow. No yeah. I'm 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 uh, I, I, this seems very possible. <laughs> yeah, I, just Dave, Dave, that, sorry, I just want Dave to continue out. because Dave has yeah. got me right now. Yeah. yeah go Dave go for it. 
Sorry, buddy. Well, I, I was just going to say one of the big things is that uh, there is a building. Baron Trump is the son, obviously, of Donald Trump. And let's get super technical. He's called Baron because of his title. But he mm. wants to time travel back in time. Maybe they weren't familiar with the first name Baron. So I'll, mm. I'll, I'll give him that one. And uh, there was this guy, Don. Well, they called him a Don, you know, which in that part of the country would have just been like a sir or like, you know, an yeah. overseer or whatnot. But, you know, there was this Don that traveled with him. But there's a couple of things that stood out. One, there was a building on Fifth Avenue, mm. um, which comes into play in 1900 for the last president. And I'm just going to read this straight from Ebom's world. This is just too amazing because think about this in terms of what's happening in the world today. This was written in, uh, yeah, right around 1900. Uh, the final novel in the series begins with a scene of New York City in chaos, out of chaos order, right? That's what it's, right. it's early November, and a hugely unpopular outsider candidate has just won the election for presidency. But slightly familiar? Slightly familiar. Yeah, Police officers are in the streets trying to calm the growing rioters as mobs of vast size are organizing under the lead of anarchists and socialists and threaten to plunder and despoil the houses of the rich who have wronged and oppressed them for so many years. Fifth oh, Avenue wow. Ho- I know. The Fifth Avenue Hotel will be the first to feel the fury of the mob. No Fifth way. Avenue, what is Fifth going Avenue on? Hotel what is, is happening right now? The <laughs> tower stands, and those anarchists and socialists are present-day enemies of Donald Trump. Did oh. Donald Trump go back in time to save us from a Clinton presidency and thus essentially give up his life and freedom knowing the attacks that would come his way and he made sure his story got told in a time outside of space and time and not only that but but, it, it. but it's also that he could have been I'm John... in I'm in I'm in I'm sold this links, up, this links up everything here it got to, says that he's John Teeter and you know he yep. can't he's, you know, oh this is insane well without, get, without getting insane. insane without getting too political guys without getting too political Every no, and this has nothing to do with the politics. Yeah, it even, it, it even, co- it, this even, com- this even, this even without, covers me, magic, and everything. Well, look, without getting too yeah. political, guys, um, like if you really think about it, if you look at pretty much the run that Donald Trump has had, a lot of people that I talk to are Trump supporters. A lot of people that I talk to are not Trump supporters, and they're Americans as well, Dave. Um, wow. And. One of the main points that always comes up is he has literally done everything to avoid a war so mm-hmm. far. And, you and, know, and I mean, right now in America today, today, there are crazy riots happening all yeah. over the place. It's not yeah. something that's gone out of fashion. And Derek, yeah. to your point, oh, I, can't be- cover... I can't believe this. This is FC, yeah. FC, we will absolutely put a link in the description for this. Yeah. This is Go unbelievable. Ahead. Unbelievable. Dave, you were going to say something there. I was interested in hearing what you were going to say there. Sorry, Dave. Go on. Yeah, no, no. I was just going to say I can't even get into the whole um, me magic thing just because of time. It's not, it's not worth it for y'all. But I, I will say this: um, you got to read the articles. We'll post some connections. We'll post some things under the video. And um, once you do read that, you'll get this reference. Go back up to that picture, Hillary. Uh, there. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a pet frog, and his name is Pepe. Well, here's can one. Right? Can, you, can you go back up to that picture of Hillary that was there? Now? Well, beforehand, here's one that's crazy, right? So, if he time traveled, time travel woke up Keck. Keck is using chrono radiation, and to- and Keck is actually the Egyptian god of chaos. 
Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Before we do. The thing, does that hieroglyphic not look right like there. a person in front of a computer yeah. out strings of code or yeah. something? Yeah. Space That's crazy, actually. Yeah. Okay. Before we go, Dave or Dara, can you uh, can you bring it bring it back up? Keep that there. So I want everyone that's sitting at home, yeah, to remember this person here on the left, smiling like a lunatic, could have been your president. Um, but thanks to time travel, she's not, right? Well, here's one, right? Did, this oh, also... oh, here's one, actually. I wrote down three people that wish they could time travel, just for shits and giggles for the end, okay? So I've got the Clintons. They definitely wish they could go back in time and, and, and try and not be caught for what they do. Um, Obama. I have Obama there as well. And then I have uh, Lloyd. Not at all, guys. Don't worry. And I have Lloyd as well there. All those three people would love to go back. Well, but just... There. I, I, I'm sorry, Ian. I'm not done with this. This is this is blowing my mind. I just I I I, I can't <laughs> even. This is how I felt the first time I read this. I, I, I we, ran to everybody. I tried reading the full story, and they were like, "What are you talking?" We about? could we like, don't understand. We could go six years with this, and we won't. But oh my god, like this ties up the Mandela effect. So. As co- this explains, it explains so much. It's so I, I crazy. Guys, I just had an idea. I just had an idea. This is a perfect way to uh, to keep this show for the fans, okay? But to continue this on, let's get this on an episode of Dynamo Dozen next week, and we'll continue this and look into this. Just one. this theory by itself. Just this theory. Oh, yeah, we can do absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm way too much. Are you absolutely. in? Are absolutely. You in? Absolutely. Let's- yeah, okay, so Absolutely. guys, um, that's a good one, and I'm not doing that as a promotion thing, Darren knows that, we're all in no, this, Nerd to Know Media and Dynamo's Dozen are pretty much in cahoots anyway. So. Exactly, yeah, uh, well, it's going to go on the same same platforms anyway. It's, so. it's all going to be on the same platform, yeah. so what we're going to do actually, because this is absolutely intriguing stuff here, for me personally as well. Cannot believe this, this and is we, this game changer, absolute game changer. We don't have a lot of time, so what we will do in closing is, we're actually going to... Um, we're going to we're going to continue this. Um, maybe Dara, we might be able to set it up in a video chat as well if people want to. Uh, oh, definitely. We'll we'll stream it the same yeah. way. We'll we'll do it the we'll exact same way. Yeah, we'll okay, we'll we'll do we'll do, we'll do it the exact same way. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do that. That'll be Dynamo's first uh, first actual video chat as well. So that that'll be cool. Mm. So the three of us are actually going to go and look into this in uh, in depth. So me me magic. Um, uh, pretty much everything we're gonna the Mandela effect, me magic, Keck, how this all comes back around to Trump and this. This could be, this could be a four-hour podcast. Oh, it's gonna be unbelievable! Clear your schedules. Clear your schedules. Clear your schedules. Exactly. You're gonna you're gonna be going like a good buddy of mine runs uh, those conspiracy guys. He has like four hours all the time. Gordon Rochford. Mm. Well worth the cheap blood, by the way, guys. Definitely. Those, guy. those conspiracy guys are awesome. I'm a big fan. Good guy, and he's wished us well on our journey as well. Um, so um, check that out. But this one could be up there in terms of uh, going into as long as they do, because this this is just blowing my mind right now. I can't believe this. So look, I did not expect this. Dave, thanks for un- unearthing this. Thank you, Dave. Um, Trust me, nothing's as mind-blowing as the day that those five, how many, I can't remember how many are at the end of the post, but the day they got like, Quintuples or sex tuples come up all in sevens. I don't know if it's in here yet with the Donald Trump will win post. Oh, mind blown. Keck was activated. It all sprung from there. 
Yeah. Unbelievable. Really, really Unbelievable. 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 And look, what we will do in uh, in preparation for it, we will um, we'll we'll pop the link in the chat. We'll get yeah. it ready to go uh, in the description. We'll get it ready to go. Uh, yeah, guys. So that's it. We're we're gonna have to call time on this, but we will be back to discuss this in very very great detail now next week. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. We're gonna we're gonna put a date aside, um, and we will we'll we'll give you a definitive date, but it'll be midweek most likely. Yeah. So 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 before we go there, uh, Ian, anything you want to plug? Um, well, to be honest with you, uh, nothing, not a lot to plug. Uh, although, yeah, I do have um, a really, yeah, that's a good point. We I have a guy, Ryan Dawson, who is going to be on Dynamo Buzzing next week, hopefully as well. Uh, Ryan Dawson is a guy that has, uh, for anybody now that is infatuated with this Jeffrey Epstein dec- documentary on Netflix, um, we have actually been in contact there for the last two weeks and we were planning this. Um, he has basically been um, investigating everything that Epstein has done for 13 years. So this is before it was even a cool thing to do. Um, and we're going to get the full level of what Epstein, Maxwell, and supposedly some other people are involved in as well. And right. it's going to involve the Clintons. It's going to involve a lot of, uh, a lot of top, top echelon kind of people. Um, so, but like I said, these, these are his opinions and these are, this is his research. So he's, uh, he just wants to speak out about it. And right uh, so that's, that's pretty much what I want to plug on Dynamo does And um, that's about it. I, I guess we want to plug as well. We have the four pod men out now for all you wrestling fans. Uh, Dara is a part of it as well. Um, yep. our latest episode is, uh, still streaming on Spotify and any, any good, pretty much all of the, uh, all of the good streaming services we have uh, the four Podmen, and that is all about Triple H. It was probably our best episode yet. Yep, most definitely. Uh, it's must listen to. Yeah, and then uh, I just want to obviously plug Nerd to Know Media because uh, obviously that's that's um, that's somewhere now that has become a little bit of a, uh, a stay over for me. So we're obviously going to be getting into business together, and uh, yeah, I, I just want uh, anybody that listens to my stuff and that listens to this show because of my stuff or whatever and um, please do check out everything on there to know me it's so much good stuff but awesome Dave? Yeah, absolutely and uh like you were saying keep your keep your toenails posted to nerd to know media.com because no matter where we end up there's some things coming to the site that's going to always keep you connected with all of our shows across all of our platforms seems like we go through a redesign every two weeks or so um, just an, an amazing time to watch the site grow mm, and yeah. flourish. You can find me here on YouTube right now. You can just look at my little name on the box. Here. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on uh, Instagram, especially the Dave Stevens. Hit me up. You got any questions? You like something I talked about? You're like, no, I don't want to hear that. I'll, I'll talk to you about it. I'll send you weird private messages. It'll be totally kosher. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, so so be sure to do that and uh, check out the Wrestling Rewind that Derek and I host comes out every Monday live on YouTube and Twitch and it'll be on the radio Tuesday nights and it'll hit all those good audio streaming services on Thursdays. It is the only wrestling podcast hosted by fans who don't hate wrestling. That's so the main thing. Listening? That's the I, can ver- I can verify this. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, you know, uh, from the two guys and myself, thanks very much for tuning in and we'll be back uh, with a lot more content. Nerd to Know Media. Talk to you then, guys. Bye-bye. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. 